Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. My name's Dave. And I'm Matt. And we are. Oh. I missed it. (laughs) (laughs) We are Root Beer Radio. (laughs) Oh, smell. Oh, the sweet honey. Holy cow. This year, ladies and gentlemen, we're drinking a little Sprecher root beer out of uh, frosted mugs. Mine's a little bit larger, but I've got a tiny A and W mug that from my childhood. It's vintage. It's got a little chip in the in the lip, but that's okay. I love it. Matt's is, yeah. Matt's drinking out of a Berghoff Stein. Yeah, from the Berghoff restaurant in Chicago. Another phenomenal root beer. Yeah, and how? <laughs> Amen. One of my faves. Matt, why don't you pull your microphone up a little bit so I can get your face? Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Turn the knob. There you go. Keep it going. Maybe a little bit higher than you want it to be because it might sink a little bit. Yeah, right around there. Perfect. 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 Now we're in business, sipping on some suds. Cheers. Cheers. Man, do I love root beer, and I love root beer radio. Matt, Dave. we we did something recently. Yes, we did. Well, what? not so recently. Well, yeah, yeah, it's been a little <laughs> while. It, it's been about well, it, two months in two days. Yep. It just seems like it just happened, but we've t- we take took a little hiatus. Well, that's understandable considering I got a little busy and uh, you became a father. That's right. We had a baby. Yeah. Well, not you and me. No, no, no that's <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, not us. Uh, yeah. Me and my wife. So we had a baby, and so we've been trying to take it easy a little bit. Um, but they're uh, they're out of the house right now, and we're here in my kitchen. Yep. Change of scenery. A change of scenery. We got the windows open. The sliding glass door is open. My pup, Callie, is roaming the house. And uh, hopefully you can hear some geese fly by sometime during this episode. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so two months ago, we took a little trek. We met up. Yep, in Blaine, Minnesota. Yeah, that's well, it right. is Blaine, right? Um, it, it's near Blaine. I or forget. What is it? Spring Lake Park. Oh, yeah. So in Spring Lake Park, there is a, a awesome shop. Yeah, the Blue Sun Soda Shop. That's right. And and my goodness, it it really is an amazing place. It for you soda fans or pop for Minnesota pop uh, pop fans. It is effectively a mecca for different types of drinks. That's right. I mean, the, there's an unbelievable selection of root beers. There's tons of different ginger beers, uh, colas. Uh, there was a, a butter beer style yeah. drink if How you're was a fan that? of Hogwarts. It was excessively sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. But I, I think it was fun uh, just to try it because, you know, reading Harry Potter uh, – you know, you kind of have this idea of what butter beer might be in. Sure. I don't know if it's that, <laughs> but yeah. it was uh, it was an interesting thing uh, to try a, a huge amount of butterscotch flavor. Okay. And uh, I got a bottle for Jen. Yeah. And she was excited to try it. And then, yeah, it was a little too sweet. And mm-hmm. talking to the... She's weak. <laughs> She's the weaker of the twins. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She didn't get any of the height genes for sure. She won't even know that I, that we said this because she she doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> Neither does my wife. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, Jeff at at the he's Jeff Casper. Jeff Casper. Yeah. Uh, he he works at the Blue Sun Soda Shop, and he's he's intimately knowledgeable on mm. almost every soda that they have there. It's unreal. And when I was talking to him about that butter beer, uh, his main complaint was it is too sweet. Yeah. And, but it's their one of their biggest movers. It's one of their most popular sodas, and so they have quite a bit of it. But my uh, my critique's the same as his. Yeah. A little too sweet, but still a great flavor. Um, that's one of the things that you, I, at least I try to do when I have a root beer or a beer or a wine or anything mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. any sort. Uh, trying to look back the things I don't like about it and trying to find what I do like. And what I did like about that soda was its butterscotch flavor was very nice. Oh, a little overpowering, but just like the sweetness. But I think everything was kind of nice and dialed in. So I like that. I usually look for everything I hate about something and <laughs> focus on that. <laughs> well, I, I think I think that's part of my uh, experience with drinking Minnesota wine is that, you know, it's always super high acid. And so I'm always trying to find the thing that I like about the wine. Sure. That's beyond uh, what may be just a sour character. Absolutely. So, so uh, Jeff, who also juggles, um, you know, you remember when I because I I drink a lot of a ginger beer as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, love ginger beers, but I asked him for a spicy ginger beer because I I like a little bit of spice in my ginger beer. Yep. And he he steered me towards this this one, and it wasn't really a ginger beer for, per se, but it was a ginger ale. Yep. Yeah. It was the hottest thing I ever <laughs> drank. It was like it was like drinking a, a red hot. Like what are those candies called? The cinnamon, the red. Are they just red hots? Is that what they're? Yeah, yeah, it red was, hot. It was so hot. <laughs> I like it made me cough. I think I remember receiving a Snapchat from you saying I'm literally crying. With it, the- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. So, but he knew he, that he pointed me in that. Dr- I was looking for it, yeah. but I won't do that again. Yeah, and uh, for those of you who have. Uh, heard of this mythical beverage called iron brew oh yeah uh, it's the most popular soft drink in scotland it's i think it's the only uh i think scotland is the only country in the world where coca-cola is not the number one soft yeah, drink yeah and in scotland it's iron brew and it is such a strange strange soda did you enjoy it kind of so, <laughs> like i don't have you what, had it no what was it like it tasted and smelled like bubble gum. Oh. And it kind of had like an orange note, like an orange citrus note sure, to it. Sure, sure. It but, is a bright orange. Yeah, but the the flavor wasn't powerful. It was kind of like a subtle bubble, bubble gum and uh, flavor and aroma. Interesting. And like, I remember like I drank like about half of it and I was like, I don't care enough to continue drinking it. Yeah. But it was it was a very strange, strange thing. And I, I don't know why it's the... Most popular drink in Scotland, but huh. apparently it is. Now, do you? We talked about this briefly, but do you, is that a different recipe than what is made in Scotland? I have no idea. Okay, we should look into that because you know one of our followers, Jake Meyer. What up, Jake? He lives in Scotland right now. Really? Um, and I know he's coming back this summer for his wedding. So if if there is a change, if there's a difference, and yeah. you would like maybe Jake could bring some back. No, that would be amazing if okay. possible. So. You know, Jake, Jake's been try, filling me in on the Scotland rip your scene, and it's awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's one, I, I forget what it brand it is, but it's a can, canned rip beer, which I try to steer away from. He said it's the only thing so far. He actually, I think he found some boiling okay. at some point, 
Um, and I think he found some A&W cans eventually, but that's it. Scotland has a weak root beer scene. Well, I, I think that's most of Europe uh, yeah, as yeah. well. Uh, I think part of the fact is that, you know, that flavor, like kind of sarsaparilla, root beer right. sort of stuff is, from what I understand, is often like a medicine flavoring. So right, a lot of people right. kind of associate root, root beers with medicine, like how some of us may associate cherry flavored things with yep. medicine. Yeah. So that's a clap back to uh, episode one. <laughs> Intro and origins. Check it out. <laughs> um, anyway, so Matt, why were we at the the Blue Sun Soda Shop with Jeff? Well, there was a very, very interesting event that they had going on that day. They had a root beer taste off. They had what was it, it, it was actually called the oh. Great Root Beer Taste Off Part <laughs> Two. Yeah, was there eight or ten? Ten. There was ten different root beers. Yes. that they were uh, sampling out. You got samples of ten different root beers, yep. people. <laughs> it was the greatest. And I would follow them on Facebook because I think this is yep. something that they do on a pretty regular basis. Yep, they did part. They did uh, the Great Root Beer Taste Off Part Three. <laughs> um, <laughs> it yeah. looks like on April in April twenty first. So that wasn't too long ago. Um, that was actually. I didn't go to that one. I had a baby. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, responsibilities. Yeah, but we did promote it on our Facebook page. So. We're gonna we're gonna keep promoting these things because we're not done. It's not part three is not the end of it. And it's honestly a lot of fun because uh, you you get uh, ten samples. It's free, uh, and you get to vote at the end of it. You get a vote for your favorite one. Uh, do you know who won the vote? I I do. Oh, I do. But before we do that, okay, so we were trying to brainstorm because it, it, again, two months ago, we're trying to remember what rippers they were, and we we kind of remember. Hippo sized root beer, um, Americana root beer, Fitz's, which these are all great root beers. There is the apothecary one. Apothecary one, which, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of us liked it, to say the least. Um, Caruso's Legacy Robusto root beer is the the full name. Uh, I can't remember anymore. Yeah, I can't either. It's been so long. There were a couple other ones that I had never tried before. I, I think I ended up buying a few of those. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I can't remember any no. other. Anyway, so Matt and I both voted for Hippo root beer. Yep. A nice wintergreen flavoring. It wasn't too powerful. It was. It was. I really like that root beer. I yeah. drank many of those. But I also really like Caruso's. I love Americana and Fitz's is just a great root beer. They're all great. Yeah. So it was a tough, tough, tough decision for me. Yeah. For me, it was very clear. I think Hippo, Hippo to me just was a head above the rest. Sure. And uh, I don't have quite the distinguished palate for root beer as Dave does. But I've uh, been but still for me, uh, Hippo was Hippo size was just phenomenal. I think that's one of my favorite yeah. root beers I've ever tried. Well, and it comes in, uh, what are the short bottles called? Oh, uh, I don't um, know. I, I, there's a word for them, but I'm, I'm forgetting. If you if you th- remember it, shout shout us out on Instagram or Facebook, please. Mm-hmm. Help us. Um, anyways, the winner was Americana root beer. 
Oh, that's right. Yep. Which also has, it has a very, uh, I think the, the flavor profile, very uh, licorice based as well as um, like there's some vanilla in there, I think. Yeah. I, I really, I enjoy it. Yeah, I did too. Um, it's, it is still hands down one of my preferred root beers yeah. for the craft side. Yeah. And, but I think, I think hippo is clearly, you know, the best. Yeah. Of those ones. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So this event that was going on, the great root beer taste off. Yeah. Part two. Um, had a lot of stuff going on. Not like you got to try the free root beer. Yeah. You got to try the free root beer. They had uh pinball game, uh, pinball machines, a ton of different ones. Yeah. Uh, which was a lot of fun. It was fun waiting in line and still being able to play pinball and kind of just hang out. Uh, they had ski ball, uh-huh. pin, um, Oh my god! Foosball, foosball! Yes. Oh my god! I can't believe I forgot what foosball was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was foosball, there was ski ball, uh, pinball games. Uh, it it kind of felt like a shop straight out of like the nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties, seventies era. And I think that's and the thing. I think that's you know that's the point. Yeah. Um, but they had so many great rep beer or great great sodas in their soda area, and they have candy. They have your favorite taffy. Yep. Um, and then they also had. Their windows open, revealing their bottling line. Yeah, and it, what <clears throat> what's interesting about their bottling line is that it's a, a single bottle filler, so they fill one bottle at a time. And this thing is like in theme with the rest of the with the rest of the shop. Retro, super retro. It's like a 1950s era bottle filler, and so their bottling line, uh, yeah, does one at a time, and it is just a really cool. Uh, you know, I guess time capsule mm-hmm. of sorts uh, to to see it, and it's where they bottle their Whistler brand sodas. Yeah, and what's also cool is that they're using once again like 1950s era uh, glass bottles right. that they found in some warehouse, and uh, all their sodas are filled in them. Yeah, with their soda line is Whistler sodas. Yeah, Whistler sodas. They make a bunch of different sodas. Yeah, so they have root beers, they have colas, they have cherry sodas. Yeah. Uh, they have a, f- a bunch of different stuff. Uh, so if you go to their shop, uh, it's going to be all the stuff that's without a label. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's it's well, actually pretty sweet. I think they, they sometimes have labels uh, on the, it. The ones I saw didn't. Right. But but they Dep- come but they come <laughs> in like the really old school Coca-Cola bottle, yep. uh, bottle trays. and. Yeah, when we were there, they were lining the front of the store, right? Yes. Yeah. And they've and got stickers on the on the caps that tell yep. you what they are. Yep. Yeah, like a brown would indicate root beer or something. Yeah. Excuse me. But uh, yeah, it was it was really cool, and uh, there was someone setting up the bottling line to run it uh, while we were there, and it looked like they were having a, like a, a problem uh, calibrating it. But yeah. again, it's a 1950s but, era filler. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure it takes a little bit of you know finessing. Right. But what's cool about these uh. A bottle filler for soda is that it's a what's called a counter pressure filler. Uh, so it will purge the bottle. It will shoot CO2 into the bottle, blast out any oxygen. Uh-huh. Then it will depress a gasket, pressurize the bottle, and then it will put the soda in. This prevents it from losing carbonation while oh. filling. I just recently uh, purchased a counter pressure filler for my kegs. Right. So I can fill sodas right. um, at home. Now, my counter pressure filler is really finicky. Uh-huh. Uh, it's 
what's described by the people at the homebrew shop as a pre- pre- precision instrument. I can't even say that word. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. Uh, <laughs> but it, it it's called the foamless finish attachment for the last straw bottle filler. Yeah. Any of my homebrew uh, fans are out there. Uh, it If you look it up online, it has terrible reviews. And <laughs> I am certain that it's all because of user error. Sure. Uh, every review I've seen of it says it doesn't work as intended, blah, blah, blah. I set it up. I had some trouble uh, initially, and then I realized that I needed to uh, adjust the gasket in a certain way, and suddenly it was working just fine. Yeah. The problem is, is that for me, my counter pressure filler can't really operate with uh, pressures over 15 psi, and a lot of your, a lot of your soda, your sodas are pressurized to much higher carbonation, uh, you know, pressures. Um, so they're typically in that 20 to 30 range. Okay. So my root beers that I've uh, used this on, well, they don't have quite the sparkle that others might. Uh, but what's kind of funny about that, you know, 1950s era bottle filler is that, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how they're able to achieve everything with it, but it all their bottles had that kind of sparkle to them. Everyone yeah. that I tried, yeah, and it was it was just a fascinating blast from the past. Right, it's that it's solid old technology. Yeah. Versus my really <laughs> finicky, uh, super, uh, super small scale filler on my right, own. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, while we were at this great Rip Your Taste Off Part 2, which is awesome, um, we were with my cousins, Aaron and Emma, and my Aunt Cindy and Emma's daughter, Allie, and we roamed the store and tried a bunch of different Rip Beers. Actually, we didn't try. We did that, but we, we <laughs> looked at. We bought soda. Yeah. Um. We bought a couple ginger beers each. Yep. And uh, as well as a lot of root beers. Yeah. And one of the. Did you talk about the ginger beer? Oh. Uh, I think I, I think I did. <laughs> yes. Okay. I did. <laughs> we talked about Jeff earlier. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. Um. So I got. Would I got a couple different root beers, right, yeah. that I hadn't tried. Um, but what's cool about their shop is that they have a corner that is dedicated just to Minnesota sodas. Yeah. Sodas made in Minnesota. Pops. Pops. And uh, <laughs> a, n- a number of root beers, a surprising number of root beers, are made in Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, looks like... Uh Whistler, right? Yeah, Whistler for sure. Um, we've got Iron Horse, we've got the Dorothy Malters, the Root Beer Lady. Yep. Um, we've got um, Spring Grove Soda Pop. Yep. Incorporated. That's right. We've got. Um, I, I know there's more, but I can't think of them. Yeah. Um, but one of the cool things, one of the interesting things that that I did find, was. This bottle of Frost Top Special Reserve Imperial Root Beer, right? In, in our last episode, we talked a lot about Frost Top Root Beer. Yeah. And we talked about the difference between the glass bottle with cane sugar and the plastic bottle with uh, uh, corn syrup. And I think it was a mixture of, of sugar. I, th- I think it was, if um, I remember right. But I found we <laughs> this Imperial Root Beer was Special Reserve was very strange to me. So we got it. Yeah. And as I was drinking it and enjoying it, because it 
It has cane sugar and clover honey. And Madagascar vanilla. Madagascar vanilla. <laughs> um, and it claimed to be handcrafted since 1926, which that's when the company started. But it's, I've never seen this bottle before. Mm-hmm. So I was reading the label because that's what I do with rip beer bottles. Um, and I noticed that it says bottled by Spring Grove Soda Pop Incorporated in Spring Grove, Minnesota, under the authority of trademark owner Frost Top Beverages Inc. Which which made me remember the conversation we had with Frosthop that uh, a lot of places they give permission to brew their root beer, like the the Frosthop restaurant, the drive-in in Taylor's Falls. Which, if you haven't been, please go. It is a really fun, uh, fun little uh, you know restaurant to go to. Yeah, uh, you drive in with your car. Uh, well, you can, and then there's like seating in this beautiful like yeah. grove. Yep. And they have frost top, but yep. it doesn't come in a frosted mug. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one thing that's kind of kind of bugs me because that frost top themselves said mm-hmm. that that's how it's supposed to be enjoyed. Yeah, but still, the food was great. Obviously, the root beer was great. Obviously, obviously, and yeah. uh, if if you have the if you have the chance to go to Taylor's Falls, which is actually yeah. not too far of a drive from the Blue Sun Soda Shop, right, uh, or the cities, which yeah. is where the Blue Sun Soda Shop. <laughs> Yeah, and it, there's a great. I think that's right where uh, that's Interstate Park. That's right there. Yep. Uh, the Minnesota side. So actually, when we went, we were hiking in, in Interstate Park, and we hiked to downtown Taylor's Falls. Went to Frost Top. Mm-hmm. They have the giant revolving root beer ki- uh, mug. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, we hiked back. So it's pretty cool if you like the outdoors and root beer. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I got a bunch of different root beers, and you did too. Yeah. I think between the two of us, we got 24 or 20. No, it was 25 bottles. We had just over a case. Oh, that's right. We got 25 because you got. I, there was a, I had a bunch of different ones, but there is one that is sticking out to me that came in a bigger bottle. And I can't remember for the life of me what it was. Was it a root beer? Yeah. It had the, uh, the flip top. Oh, you got the uh, Virgil's Bavaria Nutmeg that's Special Edition. That, that's, that's the one. That's the one. It didn't qualify for the case, and so that's why we had to get 25. That's pretty good stuff, though. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty nice root beer. I saved the bottle, and I actually will probably be using it in my brewing. <laughs> Absolutely. That's good stuff. Yeah. That's one of my – I really enjoy that one. I like it. Yeah. Um, but you also got a, a soda. Oh, yeah, the butter beer. Oh, you got the butter beer. Yeah. You also got another soda. That you had been seeking out. Oh, yeah. The Iron Brew. Bruh. Bruh. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. But it <laughs> is the... Uh, uh, so for every country on Earth, except for Scotland, Coca-Cola is the most popular soft drink. This might have been covered in a previous podcast. Yes. But for Scotland, that most popular soft drink is Iron Brew. Yes. Now, this is a very strange soda it smells and tastes of bubble gum mm-hmm. with a hint of an orange like citrus and strange it was strange i'm not sure why it's the most popular drink in scotland <laughs> uh i did enjoy it but it was uh it was a little too far out for me to, to finish the bottle but sure it was yeah it was a very very interesting thing to try and 
if you are interested in trying uh, any international sodas, uh, the Blue Sun Soda Shop has an international section, which is where we found Iron Brew. But yeah, it was just a little, little too strange for my preference. Dave is moving rip yours from yeah, the freezer I, to the fridge so they don't explode. I remember that they were in the <laughs> freezer. I put them there a little while ago, so I didn't want them to explode. Anyways, yeah, so Iron Brew. And uh, we're not sure if due to um, the food, FDC, is that the food? And, I don't know. Anyways, we're not sure if the, some of the ingredients might be different in Scotland because of yeah. legality issues, but... Jake Meyer, one of our astute listeners, lives in Scotland, Edinburgh. And uh, Jake, if you're listening, and you are, maybe you could bring a, a bottle home. and We'll see. We'll see if it's different. Yeah. That'd be nice. Have a nice uh, tasting session. Yeah. Between and what we have here in the States and what is available overseas. Right. And now Jake, Jake's been filling me in on the uh, whole Scotland's root beer scene. And it's not good. It is rough. There is like a canned root beer that's like kind of resembles root beer, I think is what he said. And then uh, he couldn't find anything. He yeah. found some Boylan's, I think, somewhere, which is a solid root beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then eventually he did get some A&W in a can. Um, so when you're home next, Jake, we'll, we'll get some real root beer at <laughs> the Blue Sun Soda Shop. Um, that Yeah kind of resembles root beer is just a, such a singing endorsement <laughs> of, of that whatever brand it is. Well, maybe it was better than that. I don't know. I'm kind of, you know, I'm a critic. Yeah, of course. Before root beer radio, I started Dave's root beer review and I was pretty harsh. It's pretty, pretty honest. Um, so if you'd like to go check those out, yeah. they're somewhere. Um, anyway, so I got a bunch of root beers and sodas as well. Mm-hmm. I got, of course, the Frost Top Imperial Root Beer. Um, but I also picked up one that I had tried once before, and that was at your bachelor party. This is the uh, Bedford's Root Beer. Bedford's Root Beer from Port Angeles, Washington, which was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like it when I tried it at your bachelor party, which is three years ago. Yeah, coming, coming on up. three years. And But that was before I really dove deep into this thing <laughs> called root beer. Um, but I really enjoyed it this time. Um, I also picked up a bunch that I've been wanting to try. Of course, I tried, tried the Anchor Ginger root beer again because um, we had tried that once before. I picked up this Fest Pecan root beer and tried it. Papa Joe, it says on the bottle. I'm not sure. It's a New Orleans, Louisiana. Um <laughs> root beer and i didn't like it but although it says uh, it, it talks about king oliver and louis armstrong jazz trumpet players early jazz trumpet players so i, I kind of like i felt bad after i didn't like it <laughs> and i read the back that it was that's why it's papa joe anyways so that was fine um but i tried this norca Sparkling Beverages Root Beer out of Akron, Ohio. And that intrigued me a lot because I used to live in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we follow them on Instagram. I, they might follow us. Um, I know Frost Top follows us. 
and a couple other brands out there. None that I have in my trying to look through my this collection. But Norca was a solid root beer. I really enjoyed it. Um, that's like one of the only things I enjoy out of Ohio. Wah, wah, wah. Um, it's so flat. Anyways, I also picked up this Sunshine All Natural Root Beer. And if it sounds awful, it is. <laughs> I think they actually, we might, that might be one of our Instagram people too. Um, I really wanted it to be good because this, this label is solid. Yeah, that is a very clean. <laughs> and it's like this yeah. soft feel. It. It's soft. Oh, my God. It has like a, like an actual almost like squishy texture to yeah, it. Yeah, it's like it, like it looks matted and it feels so soft. Great, great labeling, but I'm not a fan of the taste. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, well, whatever. I also got um, this Dead World Premium Zombie Soda Vanilla Root Beer. Very sweet. Almost yeah. too sweet. I I got I picked up that the non vanilla version of that root beer as well. Oh yeah, I, that I'd have the same same uh, critique on it. It's Very a sweet. little too sweet. I really um, I usually like sweet root beers. Yeah, but I yeah. remember I picked up I think it was a root beer that you did not endorse me getting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just knew it to be terrible, and I think it was Balls root beer. I actually have never tried balls root beer because <laughs> it, it has caffeine and I, I, I've just never tried it. I've wanted I will try it. That's one of the 20 or so that I haven't tried at Blue Sun. Really? Yeah. Did you like it? What? what? It's, it's, in, it's the bottom with like. Yeah, it's like balls of, energy drink. Yeah. Okay. That's, that was a thing when we were in high school. Remember? I do not remember. That and uh, <laughs> do you remember Nellie's? Nellie had a um, Nellie the musical artist. Um rap slash art uh slash country artist <laughs> he had this energy drink that was called pimp juice oh my god yep <laughs> balls and pimp juice those were the two big energy drinks when we were yeah in high school <laughs> 11th grade but 10th 11th but yeah the ball I, then there must not have been that that same root beer that i'm thinking of that was in the blue bottle right yeah. with the bumps was yeah. it good no i i i didn't think it was that good uh-huh. uh like it kind of reminded me of root beer. Just sure. Like, yeah. Just like that singing endorsement from before. Yeah. Um, but it was, yeah, it, it had, it was like an energy drink yeah. that tasted like root beer. Did it have that energy drink taste? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Which normally I don't mind, which oh, is yeah. strange. Um, but it did not work well yeah. with, uh, with the root beer. So sure. Yeah. I oh, well. Um, but there was another one that I told you not to get. Which one was that? Again? I don't know. I thought uh, that's what you were saying. Yeah. But I'm, I was hoping that you would remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, there's so many root beers. Do you want me to go through my list? Oh, my God. No, that would take too long. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't know. But but at the, the soda shop, there's like over 80 different types of root beer. Yeah. And when we were picking out our uh, cases, yeah, there was like only 20 at the shop that you hadn't tried. Yeah, I've tried a lot of root beer. Yeah. And on your spreadsheet there, yeah, how yeah, many yeah. do you have again? Like um, Well, right now, and this isn't complete because... I just I gotta keep writing down stuff, but it says ninety two, but I know it's well over a hundred, <laughs> so I'm working on it. Sorry. At some point, you will try every root beer in America. That's the goal, honestly. <laughs> I really like. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyways, um, the uh, the last root beer that I got that I'd always wanted to try, and actually, 
I'm still, my quest is not over. But I got A&W in a glass bottle. Oh, my. Yes. I had never tried it in a glass bottle before. Only, uh, you know, you can buy it in gallons, from like literally gallons from the restaurant. And there is one in Albany where I teach. Uh, I haven't got, oh, I did get a gallon there once and I drank it all um, <laughs> in one day. Um, but I had never tried this glass bottle. And, and honestly, it's, it's not as good as from the restaurant because the restaurant makes it daily mm-hmm. and there's something about it. There is just something about it. And it's like, would I prefer a beer on tap or in a bottle? And it's almost always going to be on tap. Yeah, absolutely. There's just something about it. Yeah, it really is. And it's the exact same with root beer. That's mm-hmm. hands down. That's why we didn't include it in the containers episode, you know, on tap. Um, but... I am still on a quest because I really want to try A&W made with pure cane sugar. Does that exist? It does. I think I saw that it existed in Canada recently. I was trying to buy it off like eBay or something. Or we could just, you know, drive to Winnipeg. You know, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not that far. All right. Well, we'll talk. We'll think about it. <laughs> so that's next on my A&W quest. <laughs> But I will say that A&W is the best of the big box root beers. Yeah, I would agree wholeheartedly with that yeah. statement. So, yeah, so we went to, so that was it. We went to the Great Root Beer Taste Off Part 2, and they have a, they had a Part 3, and they will continue to have yeah. Taste Offs until they crown a champion, right? Yeah, and for anyone who's interested in not only root beers, but any type of soda, we highly recommend going to the Blue Sun Soda Shop. Yes. If you want, just a fun afternoon. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of like a. It was, it was just a really interesting kind of blast from the past sort of way. And yeah. There's tons of candies. There's tons of different sodas, and there's fun fun games around. So. Yeah, and you know maybe someday we will do a live broadcast from the yeah. Blue Sun Soda Shop. I know that they were talking about starting a craft soda festival. That would be amazing. This summer. So we'll see. We'll get to talk to him and figure out what's going on. But look out for uh, Rip Your Radio at the Blue Sun Soda Shop in the future. All right. And big thanks to Jeff Casper for uh, dealing with our uh, lunacy. And yes, uh, we hope to see him soon. Yes. And thank you for listening and being patient while we took time to live our lives. All right. Well, my name's Dave. And my name is Matt. And we are. Rapier Radio. Chicka-chicka. Two brothers set out on a lifelong quest to brew some root beer and discuss all the controversial topics that plague the root beer community. We're talking root beer radio. With two guys who love.